Hey friends, this is Boss Barista. I'm Ashley Rodriguez. So, uh, yeah, my name is Carolina Ibarragaray. I recently just won the Aeropress World Championship. And I'm a barista, a coffee manager, and just in general, a person who works with coffee <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, gl- you glossed over that one really quickly, but if you don't know, and you should know, Carolina is the world Aeropress champion. She just won... <laughs> What, like last week, a couple, like a couple week, weeks ago, right? Uh, that was one week ago, literally. <laughs> oh man, so you must still be like floating on a cloud right now, right? I am still. It's a, It's been a really crazy adventure journey, however you want to call it. So I am still like trying to understand the importance of what's happening right now to me. <laughs> So you're based in Los Angeles right now, but you're originally from Colombia. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into coffee? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as you said, I am originally from Colombia. I just moved to LA five years ago, but I grew up and I was raised in Colombia in a very, very small town that is called Quimbaya. Uh, it's a a very little, little, little town. I, I don't know exactly right now what the population number is, but it's a very small town that you can actually like go from like, uh, you know, for, like from like you can you can see the whole town like in maybe less than an hour by walking. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a very small place, and uh, it was actually it's actually part of something that we call the coffee triangle. Uh, it's like it. Uh, there are like different departments, which it will be kind of like states for for you guys here, like California for us, the Quindio. But anyway, it's like it's part of the COVID triangle, which means like uh, parts of the country that grow coffee, you know, and where like it's always been recognized for uh, for being coffee grower growing areas. So uh, I grew up with a lot of it. Uh, family and friends that have families that basically you know like the primary income was coffee I I always had it like around uh but it was something that I, that I rejected for a long time just because like you know it's like you just grow up with it and you don't want to be a part of it I think I always you know I it's funny because like I feel like I grew up feeling like I always wanted to get out of there and just like feeling like I didn't belong in certain way, you know, in certain ways. I, I, it's a very small town, and I was, you know, kind of like a rebel type of girl. I, I wanted to listen to different music. I wanted to dress up differently. I wanted to put like crazy makeup on my face and do weird things, and I never felt like I belonged to there. So, coffee was a part of that place. And I didn't want to do anything related with coffee. So uh, for, you know, like I pursued different careers. I I went for many different things. I also graduated from like high school very, very young, I think. You know, like it works different for us with school. Like I graduated when I was 16 years old. So it was like, it, it, it feels like at that time, you don't really know what you want to do with your life. So... I I started studying uh, 
law. I went to law school and I did a little bit of that. And then I didn't want to do it. And then I told my mom that I didn't want to do it. So I changed my career and I said I wanted to be a veterinarian. So I entered veterinary school and then like I quit again. And, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to, what am I going to do now? So I started design and I went first for like fashion. And then I kind of like change it in between to graphic design. And it was a lot of confusion and just kind of like growing up and not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, uh, I graduated. I worked in advertising for a year, but I was not exactly the best, the best one, you know, it's hard because the advertising world world is very different. Uh, It's also a lot of men and it feels, it's kind of like, it's like what you see in Mad Men and in Mad Men, it's exactly like Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) So, so it felt very strange. And, uh, and then I just decided I didn't want to do it. And then I moved to LA and it, it was a very confusing time for me. I I didn't move with a lot of money. And I mean, my, my mom at that moment was very tired of me just like quitting and quitting and quitting things. So she's like, well, you have to do this by yourself, which right I, now I am grateful for because it taught me, you know, like things that I never learned before, like not having money, not, you know, kind of like. Yeah, just these things that you're not used to when your parents are always paying for you. So um, I moved here and it was very crazy. There was no money. There was, uh, yeah, I, I was very confused about what, what I wanted to do. And somehow I just kind of like started going to coffee shops to just like sit and use the Wi-Fi and, and look at Craigslist and see what, you know, what, what could I do? Like, you know, just looking for a job and something. I kind of like made a resume for like sending it to, you know, I, I went to bars and, and restaurants, but none of that was actually like popping up. <laughs> there was nothing happening. Uh, and then I just, I was very lost for a while <laughs> doing doing whatever whatever came I worked as a host for like uh you know social events and parties and it was it, it was strange I never felt like I yeah like I, I I felt very disoriented I think and I don't know honestly coffee it was weird like one time I remember walking in Venice and I I went into this coffee shop and I just drank coffee because I didn't even like coffee either you know I I resented coffee so much for some reason that I was just like very grossed out of the thought of like the coffee taste but after moving to LA it kind of like I always found myself sitting in a table in a coffee shop looking for a job and what was there was a coffee you know a cup of coffee and it just kind of like kept me going in like you know whatever I was trying to do so uh, I've started finding it interesting and just like liking it and somehow needing it but like during my entire like high school or like college years and all the things that I did I never drank coffee not even when I had to like uh you know work in like you know uh homework and you know I I never even like the thought of coffee never was there so um yeah I don't know one time yeah sorry I'm talking a lot (laughs) no 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 you're talking the exact amount because people want to hear from you (laughs) but yeah so like when 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 was that moment that that changed for you 
I didn't know. I feel like I was, you know, like it, it just, it just kind of happened gra gradually when like, you know, I just found, like I say, I found myself alone in a city where I didn't know anyone and just feeling absolutely lost and lonely. And the one thing that was there was, you know, I don't know, the cup of coffee next to me on a coffee shop, <laughs> you know? So I was like, wait, you know, like, wait a second. Like, I feel kind of like connected to this. This is bringing like a lot of feelings to me. And then uh, that I started just like observing like the flow of coffee shops. And I'm like, wait, you know, like, this is this is something that, that I like and, and maybe I would like to learn a little bit about this it was just scary because I was like well if I try one more thing and then I fail at it like what am I going to do <laughs> so uh yeah I started dating the the person that I'm still with it's my partner and then uh one time he just kind of like throw at me like a comment he's like well you know you you're from Colombia like you know, you guys are supposed to like coffee. Like, why don't you just have a coffee shop? <laughs> and then I was like, mm, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe this is what I meant to do. I don't know. And then after that, I just somehow felt very connected with what I wanted to do. And I say like, well, you know, this is, I'm going to try these. And if, if it works, works. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. I'll see just what happened. And what happens and that I, and I travel back to Colombia to visit my mom, but at the same time, I schedule a bunch of like classes and courses, you know, like things related with coffee. Um, I I schedule uh, at a more perfecto, which are these guys that are very huge right now in the coffee industry in Colombia. I schedule some classes with them, and I went there and I spent time and I, you know, just like trying different things, and it all started making a lot of sense to me, and it became sort of like a fascinating, uh, I don't know, hobby, you know. I was like, at least if I am never going to work with coffee, at least it's something that I am enjoying and it feels fun because I didn't have like strong hobbies or, you know, it was sort of like, yeah, like I don't need, I didn't even know what I wanted in my life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after I traveled to Colombia, I also spent some time at my friend's uh they had just recently opened a coffee shop. They're also coffee growers, like their family. So they had just opened a coffee shop. And I was like, well, this is a great example of like maybe what I can do in LA. So um, so I, I kind of like stayed with them for a little bit. And they showed me a little bit about how to pull espresso and how to make pour overs and things very related with coffee. I went back to the farms and my families and just kind of like connected with it and understood a little bit of the process and, and, and came back here to LA and say, all right, well, you know, maybe I can just get a barista job, but no place wanted someone with no experience. So it was a little hard and, but I just, you know, I made my way into it. I think I, I, I got a job at a very, you know, like a small coffee shop that was very, very far away from where I lived. And they hired me and I somehow, I don't know, I started being good at it. <laughs> and then little by little, I just, I think it's like, you know, when, when you're driven by passion, I think, I, you know, like it really works. I feel like 
I for for moments in my life I thought that you know maybe you know all that pep talk about passion and like you know loving what you do and blah 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 I was like maybe that thing is not real maybe I can just find a job and just you know a job that pays for my bills and I don't know I'll find out something else to do with like my passions maybe something different something that doesn't necessarily have to be my profession but now that I am in this in that I see the results of of what I'm doing I feel like passion is very very necessary when you know when you are like in, in your career in your profession you have to have it because it's what's you know it's going to drive you to succeed and make you feel happy and fulfilled and complete you know so so yeah I don't know I just like little by little you know started learning more and more and more and more and I wanted to be very involved with it and everybody who wanted to talk about coffee with me I was just happy to hear and learn and understand and I started getting different positions as a lead barista and and it was just amazing and and you know little by little I just kind of like grew into the industry and some people started like recognizing me just you know like in the coffee industry friends that I started making and then uh, I got my job uh, a year and a half ago as a coffee manager with Cafe de Leche and that's been also like a crazy experience of you know of what means to be in charge of uh, you know a shop people everything it's pretty incredible that you won this championship kind of like without being like part of this like big company or having like a ton of like support (laughs) support yeah because you know you see people go to like the world barista championships or anything like that and you know they have like a big campaign like powerhouse Uh behind them yeah they have a company exactly so I'm wondering if you could talk to us about how you decided to compete and like what drove you absolutely you you actually yeah (laughs) Because you only did your first AeroPress competition like pretty recently, right? Yeah, my first AeroPress competition was in June uh, this year, and and I, I mean, I went for the first time in my life to the Coffee Expo in 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 Seattle, and I got to see some of the competitions. Like I got to see the barista competition and and some of the I think it was a little bit of the Brewers Cup. I don't remember exactly what was it, but uh, I just found myself, you know, I was fascinated about the way the baristas were delivering a message, you know, about coffee. And, and it was all like, you know, like American people. And, and I was just like, maybe, you know, like I can do something like this and I can talk with a lot of like sense of, you know, cause I, I belong to where coffee grows you know like so I I I grew up with it I grew up seeing things that 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 made me feel very connected now so I was like maybe if I start like you know a path into competitions I you know maybe I can be good at it I don't know and the thought of it just came in April when I went to the coffee expo and I was like well maybe I'm just gonna pursue to start you know competing on something there was a lot of like, like uh, you know, back here in LA, there's a lot of like uh, latte art throwdowns. But I, I not like I not not that I don't like latte art. It's just that I 
find myself more interested in like very purest wave ways to to brew coffee you know so so i was just like well maybe latte art is not what i want and then i have a friend he is a roaster here he has his own like little company it's really great roaster his name is adam Strauss. and then i he was like hey uh you know uh coffee commissary is hosting the press competition to pick you know their regional uh uh, the the LA the LA uh, uh, champion and I'm like oh really well you know maybe maybe I'll join but that was like I don't know he just said that and I'm like yeah yeah I'll join it I'll join it I'll join it and I talk about it like for two months and I get you know like I I I love Aeropress and I always liked it and I always tried to but I always made it for myself you know like it was nothing that I wanted to share with anyone else <laughs> just because I am very like I criticized pretty hard my own work so I was just like I don't want to be judged by anybody <laughs> so I was like yeah yeah maybe I'll do it until the time was there and and then my friend is like hey remember that I told you about the Aeropress uh, competition for the LA you know for the regionals and I'm like oh yeah and he's like are you gonna are you gonna be there and I'm like oh yeah 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 I'll do it and then I jumped into it I was extremely nervous like it was insane well I am always very nervous so but these days I was just like this is my first time and what am I going to do I didn't even know how I worked I didn't know that you actually don't have to have a speech but I made a speech <laughs> because I didn't understand how it worked so I thought that I had to talk about the coffee and like I knew the coffee very well because my friend was providing the coffee for the competition. So I've worked with his coffee before. So I was just like making a whole speech about it and how I was going to talk about my brewing method and blah, blah, blah. And then I went there and it was all like a party, right? It's like, ah, you know, the MCs, it was fun. And like, and then it's like, no, you don't have to talk. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, sort of disappointing, but at the same time, it's, uh, it, felt, it felt good that I didn't have to talk. <laughs> but I participated and I passed first round and I was like, wow, this is insane and very, very exciting for me. And then, um, and then in second round, I got, I got uh, how do you say it? Yeah, like I got eliminated. Yeah, I got eliminated by the girl who actually won the regional i mean the la the la uh championship so her name is kim she works for the la coffee club they're they're really good people doing a lot of good things with the coffee industry here in la so i was happy you know i was happy that the person that beat me was the actual girl that won for the for the regional and uh and that it was a girl i was very excited about that too and i was just happy that i made myself go to the thing and be there and it's hard it's very very hard it's because it's kind of like an ego crusher right mm -hmm. like the, once you lose it's like yeah it feels it, it but it's good to have your ego crush sometimes so I was like this is this is fun this was very exciting and I thought that was it right like I was like well I'm just gonna try it later on something else and I traveled to Colombia to see my family and, and, and a little bit of coffee uh, research that I did. Uh, so I went there and then the two days before I traveled back, uh, Tectonic, also roasters from here from LA, 
they sent a newsletter to the, to everybody who was like subscribed to their new their newsletter uh, that I don't even remember when did I subscribe. <laughs> so it was like, oh, you know, the Arab press, uh, the the nationals are happening in LA, and there is some spots for like competitors to you know to to like wild cards, I guess. I don't know how to call that, but I was like, what? So like I can still like compete, and and then. I told my boss, Matt, and I'm like, should I compete on this again? And he's like, oh, I'll sign you up. And then he signed me up. There was one spot left, one spot that I, for some reason, opened my email at the right moment. And then I told my boss and he signed me in. And then, and then I was already like, oh, yeah, you're, you're already there. And, you know, like, yeah, you're going to compete for the Nationals. And I don't know that day. I that day had a really, you know, like I didn't again. I didn't have a lot of time to practice because I you you said it before. I I am I am a cafe, a cafe manager, so I have a lot of work. It's a small business, so you know a lot of things kind of like rely on me. In is a small team, and there are sixteen employees that I have to take care of. So it's a lot. So. There was not a lot of time to to practice. However, I kind of like be what I call at night at home, uh, you know, with the equipment that I had and just kind of like practice a little bit. And then the day of the nationals, I I I practice a little bit more with the practice beans that they gave me. And then I tried to give it to my boss and he was on his way out and he's like, I'm sorry, I can't stay. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't know. I guess I don't know what this tastes like. You know, I'll just see what... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like fully happy with it, but I was like, you know, it, it is what it is. So then I I uh, went to the nationals and we had like an hour to practice and we got, I mean, with same beans but a different uh, roast date. So I was like, oh well, you know, maybe with these I'm gonna get something that I actually like. And I you know, practice the whole hour and, you know, what I was getting, it was good. And I wasn't fully, you know, I wasn't fully sure that, you know, that it was going to be good for judges. However, I, I just did it. And I kept hearing my name being called and, you know, passing all the rounds and, and beating all these people like that won the regional uh, championship. And it was very insane. And there was this moment when I went, I went like on the public, you know, where like where the public were and I was waiting for my round to happen. And then this like I don't listen a lot of reggaeton, but the there was a reggaeton song that play. It's called My People. And then I mean Mi Gente in Espanol. And then it say My People. And I listened to that song and in my head I was just like, I you know, I'm going to the finals now, like the finals for the US. I, I, I think I'm going to win this, you know, like it, it, it will mean a lot for me to win these because I am an immigrant and certainly disagreeing with a lot of our current politics. And then uh, so I was like, I think I'm going to win this. And then I went on the finals and I won my U.S., you know, I won the U.S. championship and then Sydney happened and... Yeah, I'm still, it still feels very surreal, the whole experience. 
how did you how did you think about preparing then? Because you mentioned that you didn't get to prepare as much as you maybe would have liked to, but it seems like you also were able to make that work for you. So like, what did you have to do to adjust that? Like, did you practice maybe differently than other people or how did you really focus? And I think, yeah, uh, I, of course, I certainly wish that I had more time to practice. Uh, This is one thing that I'm actually going to mention here. I feel like now that I know my experience in, in, you know, uh, and I, I hope to encourage order baristas to compete because it's a great experience. I think for, you know, business, you know, for business owners, for coffee business owners and for managers and all of that, we certainly should always motivate and encourage and support people who wants to compete because it means a lot, you know. So I feel like that's probably my job now to always encourage in others' competitions and, and, and be there and support them and coach them. And that, that's a big part of it. I, again, I didn't have a lot of time for that. However, I, I, there was also, you know, like we didn't have practice beans for the, for the, for the world, for the world championship. They didn't send uh, practice beans because, you know, in past competitions, some people would not receive the beans, you know, like they will go missing because they're sending all over the world, right? So some people will have the opportunity to practice, but some orders wouldn't. So it was a little bit unfair. So that's why they didn't actually send practice beans. So knowing that and knowing that the coffee was going to be revealed on the same day of the competition, I knew that no matter how many times I would practice my routine, I still had to do changes, you know? So my practice and like the, the times that I had to practice here at home at night, I basically my own like my focus was to be super consistent with whatever I was doing, meaning like the time had to be very precise, uh, you know, the amount of water the you know, like be super precise with my measures and like just trying to keep that, you know, and like also very organized with my my area with my, you know, my workstation, because that's a huge part for me. Uh, so I, I was just like, that, that's the way I kept my routine, you know, just kind of like repeating and repeating what I was doing and making it as consistent as possible. And I knew that by doing that, even though I didn't know the coffee yet that we were going to use, I knew that at least I was going to be able to deliver the same cup of coffee all the time, you know? So, uh, which is probably what helped me to you know to stay in the in the competition until the end so um so basically that was just my practice you know just like consistency always doing the same being very like you know brewing my cup of coffee always within the same time which was two minutes and a half so um yeah that's that was that was what I focused on and then when we got to Sydney and on the day of the competition when we are when the coffee was revealed and we copped it, I knew there like I I I I'm not very familiar with Kenya Kenya coffee. It's certainly not something it's not something that I actually work a lot with. So but funnily, uh the two days before the competition that I was like visiting Sydney and going into cafes and stuff, I I tried a lot of Kenyan coffee, <laughs> but I guess because I was very curious about Kenyan coffee because I, I, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to try a lot. 
So my two days before, I was just like trying all the quinias that, 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 that were available in different coffee shops. So it's just like, wow, this is like, you know, tropical fruits. And like, I was like, lots of acidity. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. You know, Kenya is amazing. And then when we got to the competition, they revealed the coffee and it was a Kenya coffee. So that sort of worked out very well. So after we copped the coffee, I was like, well, you know, I think I know what I need to do you know this is what this coffee tastes like very you know acidic lots of like you know citrus notes and then but at the same time sort of buttery at the end and I was like yeah I think I know what to do so once we started practicing the only thing that I actually play with was with the grinding the grind set mm-hmm. I you know I, I I brew different cups of coffee at different grind sets and and just like try to compare everything my boyfriend was the only person there and he is a huge coffee enthusiast but he's not like you know he's not on it every day you know he's not part of the coffee industry or anything he loves coffee he always goes trying with me but that was it but I was like well you know you your task right now is to tell me that this tastes okay (laughs) and he's like well, I don't know, you know, like, why you can trust me, like, I like coffee, but I don't know about it. I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, I trust your opinion. And this is all we have, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to give my cup of coffee to anyone else here in this room, because that makes me really nervous. I don't want anybody <laughs> to give me their opinion and be like, this is this tastes horrible. So, so I was just like, he's like, okay, and then, you know, I started brewing, I made like five different cups of coffee with different grind sets. And we kind of like picked the one thing that we like, I repeated the same. And I stopped six cup of coffee after I stopped. So that took me like an hour and he had, we had four hours to practice. And I was like, that's it. I like this. I repeat it twice and it worked. It tastes good. And I'm not going to do anything else. Like I'm just going to relax right now. Cause I was very stressed out. I kept seeing everybody just like trying and trying and trying and brewing and brewing, brewing for the four hours that we were practicing. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't know. I think, you know, like, I don't think I, you know, like, I don't know if I should practice more, but, you know, at some point it's like, you, you can only taste so much. Right. So like, I was like, if I just keep trying, then like, you know, I don't know, my taste buds are just not going to take, you know, it's it's not going to be the same. So I was like, no, I'll just keep it like this. I'm not practicing anymore. So I just kept like, you know, I was like listening to music. There was a moment where I stay away. I step away and I was, I sat to meditate, like listening to like a YouTube meditation thing. And I'm just like there, very, very nervous. And then other people was coming to me like, can you try this? And I'm trying it. But I like, I didn't want to give them like a bad opinion or, you know, just like few feedback, uh, and and then like one hour before the competition start i'm like okay i'm gonna brew it again so i did two cups tasted exactly the same to me tasted exactly the same to my boyfriend so i'm like this is it that's it you know like this is all we're doing that's incredible that's incredible that you well it just shows like to me that like well number one you're you're a very intuitive person it seems it seems like you're someone who like decides on something and you're like okay i'm gonna do this <laughs> yeah but that it doesn't but like you know even looking at like your your past it also seems like you're also not afraid to be like okay this didn't work like let's do something else like yeah you don't get like like you don't get hurt by like oh that didn't work like why didn't that work you know yeah exactly and i don't think it works that way honestly i you know like 
I understand that people like, you know, like some people like are like, well, the water doesn't taste good. These beans are not good. Some people are criticizing the coffee. And like, honestly, with coffee, of course, I mean, we got good coffee, you know, there's no doubt that it was good coffee, it, you know, for some might not be the best, but there is a lot of good things that you can do with that coffee. So I was just like, it's everything on you. Like, there's no need to blame the water or the grinder or the nothing, you know, it's all you, you can make that cup of coffee taste good. So I trust a lot you know, like what my boyfriend was telling me, I trust what I was, I mean, at the end, it's all I have, you know, myself, and my taste buds, and that that's it, you know, I didn't have anything else, I didn't have a, you know, like a team helping me tasting and telling me what to do. And like, so that, you know, I just had to work with what I had. And I didn't have like crazy equipment, I didn't have like a crew to like, sift the fines of the coffee I didn't have anything you know it was very like you know I just had my air press and and you know a glass server and that's all I had so yeah you know is it that's it <laughs> <laughs> what so what so what does this mean for you now now that you have this title like what what do you think the next year of your life is going to look like <sighs> uh, that's a big question <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, it's, it's, it's a lot. I, you know, certainly I, I mean, I, I, you know, like I was trying to just like be like, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's the hour press competition. It's like the most kind of like party like competition. And, you know, it's not like being at Brewers Cup, but at the same time, I won the world title, you know, so it is big. And I feel like other women in coffee industry have been like, trying to make me understand that this is a huge thing. And certainly I met a lot of people from the coffee industry. And I, like at the Golden Bean, I met Sean Edwards, which is a guy that is huge in the coffee industry. I mean, he has coffee culture in ordered companies, but you know that he's, he's big on it. And he expressed his desire to work with me and, you know, do things and, you know, just like, I don't know, somehow represent their brands as well. So uh, I know there is a lot coming. And I certainly, you know, like, I, I, I hope that with this, I can only just encourage competition in baristas. I feel like for us in LA, at least Los Angeles, uh, there is a lot of work to do in the coffee industry. Uh, we are we're still kind of behind, you know, behind and in, in regards of like the, the, the barista profession. And my biggest goal, I mean, it, it's, there's one thing, like I cannot really teach passion to others, but I think I can inspire them a little bit to understand that coffee can be a career, you know, that you can get good at it and then you can grow in it you know so that's what I want to do you know just uh, somehow motivate others uh, you know encourage competition I do want to do a lot of that work in within you know like the women community uh, uh, men have a lot of support in this industry because there's a lot of men right there's a lot of men in the industry and I feel like they're, they're you know 
as women, we just maybe need to get together and, and, and help each other, you know, coaching, motivating, teaching, all these things are very important. So that's, you know, so I have many deeper projects. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, um, um, I am in my last two weeks at Café de Leche, actually. It's a, I, had, I quit before, uh, before I left for Aeropress just because I, I, I had another opportunity coming. So uh, uh, I'm going to be managing a new shop for Stumptown. So that's one thing that's coming that I think is big because it's also opening, you know, for me, you know, it's going to be opening a coffee shop from scratch. Like they are, it's, it's a new coffee shop in downtown LA. Uh, so that's one thing. And then, you know, there is a lot of what's coming, you know, with like some brands that I might be representing. And then there is also my personal projects, which I hope to make real this coming year. And it's just kind of like, have a space uh you know have i cannot say built but maybe find a space where i can gather women baristas women in coffee together and just like whoever wants to enter competitions uh try to you know be there for these people provide a space where they can come and practice provide a space where they can come and learn uh you know there are many things i, I myself i i want to enter the brewers the brewer the brewers cup next year so uh there is a lot i mean ultimately I, I feel like you know i go with the flow uh things will happen when they need to happen there is nothing i need to rush uh, ideas might come and go you know so so I'll see what happens, but you know, most importantly, thing is just uh, represent the women in coffee as good as I can. Do you think that you're sort of in a unique position in the coffee industry because you come from a coffee producing country? Because you mentioned that during your win <laughs> in in the U.S. win that like this is for like your people and like your people are you know multifaceted. Like you mentioned women, but like I wonder like how you feel not just winning the barista or the AeroPress championship, but like just being in coffee and like knowing like, Oh, I know where this comes from. Like more so than most people. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if more so than other people, because I know people that are extremely passionate that come from places that obviously don't grow coffee and they know way more than I do. But I think there is a level of connection that I have that I feel now that it, it it probably makes it a little bit more special. I'm not saying that, you know, that that's going to take, that's what's going to take me so far because obviously everything comes with a lot of hard work and discipline and, you know, yeah, just like commitment to what I'm doing. But maybe, you know, being so close and, you know, having my family involved in coffee and my friends and, you know, back in Colombia, it it makes me see it a little bit different. Which is actually what I, what I want to share with with new baristas or with baristas that are just starting this journey. You know, just like I I know people who work in coffee who doesn't know how green coffee looks. <laughs> so I you know like there's something that that I hope I can help with. You know, I, this is a big question, and I feel like I might even have to be like, this is for another time. <laughs> but what do you like? How is seeing like the way that coffee is being treated like in 
in coffee producing countries, I mean, specifically Colombia, like with the price going down so low, mm-hmm. like how does that, how does that affect you? And how do you see, this is like a big question. Now I'm just like rambling. Um, <laughs> but like, what do you think of that? Cause that's something that like you are like intricately connected to. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been something that has affected us in many, many ways. I feel like, you know, back then when I was, when I was younger, when I was a little, a little kid, I, I used to see a lot of coffee more than it is now, right? Like I go back, lots of farms have, you know, uh, just like turn down all their plant, you know, their coffee plants. And now there is just like a bunch of resorts and like, you know, country houses and hotels that are for rent for like tourists. So you can see that it, it is slowly sort of dying, even though we are in such a high uh position with coffee right like there's a lot of good things coming out of coming out of our country but you can still see that the economy is so bad and the prices of coffee are so low that many people are given you know they're they're, they're giving up in co- with coffee many families so i am you know i don't know i it's a it's it, what you say it is a, it is a hard question but i feel like when you work as a bridge or you know as as a connection in between you know like what people do here or behind the bars with coffee but you try to connect them with where coffee comes from and the struggle and the hard work that happens behind you know before the coffee is actually you know roasted in the hopper uh i feel like that's gonna help a little you know so so it's it's at least it's gonna help the barista to transmit that to the public in the you know the guest and the, the customer that comes to buy a coffee. There has to be like deep links, you know, and those deep links come when like the information is shared and they know the stories behind, you know. And like I feel like more than delivering a cute looking brosetta coffee you know like a cup of coffee that looks nice there has to be a story behind and the stories have to be told and it, it that's what's gonna make at least for my country the coffee industry better you know so yeah i mean there is a story to tell in 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 that's what what sells you know that there is there is there is a story behind the cup of coffee behind you know there's there are many things to tell. So uh, it's, it's important to have that. And it's important to work as a bridge and in, 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 in open up the doors of the, you know, for information. So baristas know this. That's why, that's why coffee competitions are very important, at least to me right now. What else do you want people to know about you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it's funny. I, I, uh, I think I I let myself I I open up myself a lot, especially like in social networks and I mean in Instagram I I feel like I'm trying to be a transparent person. I want see people I want people to see through me and see that it's not only you know just like me blah 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 and and like talking about love and passion and all of that. It, I, you know like I I. I want to see, I want people to see me as a person, like a true coffee ambassador, you know? So um, 
I hope that that's the message that I'm transmitting. And I hope that, yeah, I, I don't know, that I can transmit that passion. And even if it's not for coffee, you know, just passion and what you do and love for what you do and, you know, work hard with your heart. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's me. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, you're amazing. Like, that's okay. There you go. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Um, Thank but you. I think just like listening to you in this conversation, I think your passion is so clear. And it's for me as someone who like is very easily like, oh, everything's garbage and everything's the worst. Like <laughs> talking to you is like, oh, like every, there's so much possibility. And I think that like you're you're 100 percent like conveying exactly the message I think that you want to convey so thank I'm incredibly (laughs) proud that you get to that you're going to be our champion like you get to represent us yeah the next year (laughs) and I can't like I can't even I can't think of a better person to do that and I'm incredibly proud to call you the world aeropress champion and I'm glad that you represent us in the United States even (laughs) though you know like you mentioned politically we're kind of on on fire so (laughs) yeah but you know that that's that's also good that that's happening you know the fact that so many people are like not comfortable with whatever is going on with the politics you know it's 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 a good moment to you know to open up you know to conversations and like you know for yeah for me to be an immigrant and like you know to be representing the country it's a huge thing you know and it doesn't mean like oh take that an immigrant is like no it's more about it's more about thank you united states for allowing me that you know because however i found these and i found this love for what i do i found it here you know and so when like you know the the u.s uh, talks about freedom and you know like the american dream that is sort of real to me you know there is there is that and i i got it when i moved here and i learned about coffee when i moved here so i owe that to the u.s you know so you know maybe this is my way to give back well i'm so excited to see what this whole year has in store for you maybe we'll even talk to you again in a couple couple months and see (laughs) what's going on um good luck at your new job thank you (laughs) um and if people want to get in touch with you or if they want to maybe follow you on instagram where can they find you yeah uh, that's pretty much the only place where i am i don't have a facebook or anything like that but i do have my instagram where i'm constantly i'm pretty active these days (laughs) so you know people can just find me at uh i don't know how do you say like uh how do you say the underscore yeah underscore oh, the um at sign yeah and then you could just say at yeah yeah at and then the little oh my god yeah it doesn't don't you say underscore like the one that oh is like, it an underscore i, I don't know now that. i'm looking now i'm looking at your instagram to figure out what it is people can just type carolina Ibarragaray. they will find me in there or you know it's underscore cafetera underscore i think that's underscore <laughs> thank you again for talking to me and i'm so i'm so excited to share this interview with other people thank you no um, i i'm very very excited i was a little nervous about what was i going to say i i, I apologize if there, if i say things wrongly or my apologize. accent is weird but sometimes it happens you know like i but i, I get excited and i talk very fast and uh, yeah i'm just i'm just happy that 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 you call me and that this is happening right now and yeah again like i hope the message is out there and 
and I'm here, you know, for everybody who needs me, who wants who wants me to to help them out if they want to join the Arab Press competition. I, I, you know, I'm here. That's amazing. Well, on behalf of Boss Barista, I'm Ashley Rodriguez. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Boss Barista was created by me, Ashley Rodriguez, and made in collaboration with Good Beer Hunting, which is an industry-leading brand studio, editorial platform, and podcast devoted to the many issues worth discussing around the things that we eat and drink. You can learn more at goodbeerhunting.com. Please check out their website. There are so many incredible articles that I find myself looking at constantly over and over looking for advice about how we can be better in the coffee industry. They're doing a great job and they're helping us make this podcast for you folks. So goodbeerhunting.com. Go ahead, check them out.